the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, A Faith That Conquers Fear. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. But if God decides that this is what he's going to roll up and bless you with, can't nobody stop it. And I guarantee, I guarantee you this. It's a whole lot of folk been in the business for 20, 40, 50 years and never got number one on billboard. And here I am preaching, teaching the sheep, and here comes the Lord. Don't tell me what God can't do. Don't tell me, because whatever God has purposed for you, man can't stop it. You know, a lot of times people go through divorce, people go through bankruptcy, people go through a lot of changes. And, and, and people are being hurt by other people. Because of things said and things done. And some people have decided, I'll never love again. I'll never be happy again. Listen, why would you form that kind of weapon in your big old round head? Huh? And you're going to have what you say. Why are you saying that? Why, why would you form a weapon? Now, now watch this. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. But it never said that I couldn't form, form one to get me. Huh? See, there's a lot of folk that have gone to Afghanistan, Vietnam, and other places and came back and got killed on the corner. What's the point? The point is you need to quit saying all that old negative stuff because you can't see nothing. Faith is most powerful when you can't see nothing and you call it into existence. Hmm? Do I need to say that again? Faith is most powerful when you can't see nothing, but you can call things into existence. So your life is built on what you say it is. Can't know who do or who do with me. Huh? Baby, you can, you can chop off all the chicken feet you want. Ain't going to work until I buy into it that I'm a failure. Until I buy into it that I can't do anything. Until I buy into it that I can't succeed. I don't care how much you preach to me then, uh, eloquent preacher. You're not going to change my mind because I say I ain't nothing. I say I can't achieve it. I say I can't get there. You never will. Because as a man thinking in his heart... You got it. So why would I want to be with Jesus and average? The people that do stuff like that have not bought into God's gospel. In the world, 
Straddle the fence. Huh? Not sold out. Not interested in learning and growing. You're never going to get no place. See, I've been at this 46 years now, almost 47 years. I've only been out of church six times on Sunday. I bought into this a long time ago. I know the Lord. Amen. And that's why some of y'all get mad because you're halfway in the world. And when you come up in here and this free spirit just walking around the pulpit talking what the Lord have talked, you all so mad you, until your weed can catch on fire. Huh? You all mad. I don't even know why you're mad. I wasn't out there drinking with you, so why you mad at me? When you sold out to the king's business, then you understand scripture. It's when you're not sold out and you're getting mad because he never should have said it. Like that. It wasn't the way it was said. It was the fact that it was said. So until you sold out, you're going you to keep getting mad. Miss church for five years and come back. The eloquent preacher just going right along. Ain't miss you. Those that play around with this word never walk in blessings. Now, let's deal with something that a lot of folk in this city don't want to deal with. Let's deal with racial issues. Huh? Let's just go there. Numbers, the 14th chapter. No, 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 no. Hold on. I got to give you this. Jeremiah. Because I, I can sense in my spirit that there are at least a few of you in here that have gotten weary in well-doing. That I can sense in my spirit that some of y'all came here this morning on the verge of just about giving up. Go on to the right side of Isaiah. Go to Jeremiah chapter 12. Baby, may I say this to you? Yes. You can give up at any time. It ain't worth it. You ought to have so much tenacity on the inside of you until you're willing to hold out to see what tomorrow's going to bring. <laughs> maybe a little sunshine maybe, maybe uh, might be a little rain but you ought to tell the Lord I'm going to wait and see oh yeah I'm going to wait and see because I know you're going to work it out for my good now, now listen to this I may not like the process but I'm going to go through it because I know I'm going to be stronger when I come out on the other side I know that I'm going to understand a whole lot of things when I come out on the other side it was in the year that King Uzziah died that I saw also the Lord. The Lord going to have to let some folk die out of your life. The Lord going to have to let some folk die and some things die out to you and drop your interest level for you to see the Lord. I ain't the Beatles, baby, but let me sing this song to you. Let it be. Let it be. Speaking words of wisdom. Let it be. Let them go. Some people should have gone out of your life years ago, but now you keep texting. You keep calling. You keep keeping in touch. 
And those of you that are members of the Lonely Heart Club, you take the Facebook to find the one that your heart loveth when you were in the 12th grade. Only thing about it, he ain't 145 pounds now. He 1245. Man, there was some beautiful women at Booker T when I was there. Ah, you look back, they most likely to succeed. Ah, you keep looking back. The most successful. I ain't open with you, but where are they now? <laughs> Fat. <laughs> out of shape. Chest. <laughs> to drawers. <laughs> it done fell down. There your chest of draws. <laughs> you ought to thank God because even back then he was looking out for you. But, but listen to this, Jeremiah 12 and 5. The Bible says, If thou hast run with the footmen, and they have wearied thee, then how canst thou contend with horses? And if in the land of peace in which thou trusted they wearied thee, then how wilt thou do in the swelling of the Jordan? What is God saying? You can't even deal with the people in your circle that get on your nerves without you wanting to give up and quit. What you going to do when the horses come? Can you run with the horses or are you just interested in gambling on the horses? God says, listen to this, I am striving to build your stamina. That's why the people that hate you, I have not removed them away from you. Because you need to make a decision, can you make it without them? Would you rather have them than me? Huh? See, if you would rather have those that antagonize you than the Lord who made you, who gives you wisdom, who is keeping you alive, who has become your counselor. The Lord is saying, you're not ready for the horses. You're not ready to run with horses. You're not ready to pursue bigger and better things because even your little circle, everybody around there is broke, sitting down and complaining, but you got God in you and you won't step out on faith. Hmm? It's okay to have childhood friends. But it ain't okay to run with them if they ain't saved. Because all they want to talk about is Mr. Miller at, 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 just, at J.S. Claw. Man, I got bills and grandchildren. And you want to talk about how you did that? Man, wasn't it nice at J.S. Claw? No, I'm glad I'm away from J.S. Claw. And some of y'all need to quit stumbling over what's behind you. He's gone. She's gone. You opened your mouth one time and lost a good job. Now you need to ask God, create in me a clean heart. 
Show me the way I need to go. So Jeremiah is simply saying right there, listen, you won't be able to run with the big boys because your mind too small and your strength is too. Shreveport is a place where dreams die. Shreveport is a place where very few people, entrepreneurs, and those that have visions of bigger and better things, this is a place where those things are attacked. Because people are so satisfied in this city, living for nothing and having nothing. I hate the enemy called average. I'm not an average person. I'm far above. And you are too. You seated in heavenly places, don't you think you far above? Now let's deal with something that caused some of y'all to go up the wall at an oblique angle. Let's deal with racism. Are you in numbers? Go to Numbers chapter 14. Now keep in mind, Jesus said, In the book of Matthew chapter 24, and I think that's verse 7. He talked about nation shall rise against nation. You know what that is? That's ethnic group against ethnic group. And the media, the world media now is calling it tribalism. Well, heck, the Democratic Party is a tribe. The Republicans is a tribe. White folk is a tribe. Black folk is a tribe. Nation, ethnos, ethnic groups rising against nation. That's racism. Now Jesus said it and it's happening. Why don't you want to talk about it? I want to talk about it. We need to quit lying to ourselves. So you went to birds. All your friends are white. I got a nephew that way. He knows nothing about black people. And there are some bougie Negroes that think that that day that I'm trying to talk about is over and done. Negro, please. Are you in Numbers, the 14th chapter? Well, why didn't you tell me? (laughs) Huh? I'm going to do verses 1 through 10, at least. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt? Or would God we had died in this wilderness? And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt, the big Bill Brewer, Cadillac Club, Xanadu. That won't do. Coco Pettis. Where y'all going now? What's the club? (laughs) 
I know you're sneaking a drink somewhere. They're telling Moses and Aaron, it would have been better for us if we would have stayed in Egypt and died in Egypt. See, some people don't want to go. They don't want to go nowhere. They don't want to go no further. They don't want to go up where God is calling. All of the Christian life is up. We've been called up. We've been called to a higher calling. We ought to march by a higher standard. Here these folk are murmuring and complaining, talking about it would have been better for us if we had died in Egypt. Okay. That's the way some people feel when this Christian journey gets to be a little bit more complicated. Verse 3 again. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? They blaming it, saying that God didn't care about their wives and their children. God don't care about our family. So we can't come back to church, a bishop, on a Sunday night because that's our family time. Well, let me tell you something. You're worshiping an idol. And Jesus said, if you don't put your wife, your family, your husband, all that before me, you're not worthy of me. Now handle that. The Lord didn't come to save no families. He came to divide them. He didn't come to bring no peace on earth. He came to bring peace into the heart of man. That we're doing the right thing by what we're doing. What he told us to do ought to be higher than what these folk are telling us we should not be doing. So if you got your family out there in front of God and, and, and it's the only time y'all have in this, you a liar. And I need to tell you that. Whatever happened to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday? No, you want to take Sunday because you know it ain't right for you to take it. And a whole lot of you are missing the mark Throwing your little family that need Jesus. If, if y'all had any sense, all y'all would be in church. I'm trying to get to verse 4, may I? <laughs> and they said one to another. See, don't see, misery loves company. Now they're talking to one another. They said, let us make a captain. Let us return into Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, who were of them that searched the land, tore their clothes. And they spake unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is a very good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us. A land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord. Neither fear ye the people of the land. For they are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation demanded to stone them with stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. All right. Now hasten to verse 20. And the Lord said, I have pardoned 
according to that word. Why? He was getting ready to destroy Israel, and Moses did intercessory prayer for them, and God says, okay, I'm not going to kill them. So verse 20 says, and the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all those men who have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have put me to the test now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swore to give unto them, their fathers, to give unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoked me see it, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereunto he went and his seed shall possess it. Now, let me go black on you. Okay? They had been in Egyptian bondage. They had been down there for 430 years. The first 30 years they lived in Goshen. 400 years they were enslaved by some black folk. The Egyptians had the Israelite in bondage. God sent Moses back down into Egypt land where he had been raised to tell Pharaoh that God said to let my people go. Now, beloved, listen. God got them out from there to bring them in. God, see, and this is where love gets upset. When someone really genuinely loves you and care about you and you don't want them to take care of you and be about you, it's something wrong with you. And so many women have experienced broken hearts and broken and busted dreams because of some fake promise that some man somewhere made. And men have experienced the same thing at the hands of women who said, I'll never leave you. I will love you forever. But then when Johnny Chestbuster came along, Oh. <laughs> she changed her whole mindset. She wouldn't answer no more of homeboys' texts, none of that. She just dropped out. Her heart had gone with another. God loved these people so much until He had prepared for them a land ah! flowing with milk and with honey. Vineyards they didn't have to dig. Houses they didn't have to build. Driveways with two and three hump camels. Uh, so they came to Moses, Moses in the wilderness of Kadesh Barnea. And they said, Moses, we need to go over there and check the land out. Moses allowed them to go. It was 12 tribes. They got one man per tribe that went over there and spent 40 days. See, listen. 
We have to understand that God has called us up for bigger and better things. And you got to get ready for the spotlight. Sometimes people are not ready for bigger things because they have little minds. I'm coming. Hold on. Television, if you bought it here within the last two years, it's called a HDTV. High definition. Which meant then that the sportcasters and the people that make the movies, especially the sportcasters, news people, had to come up with a whole nother makeup. Because if they put them on high definition TV with the same old makeup, they looked crazy. See, a lot of times, people, that's why God tells us to not be unequally yoked together. What in the world is a physicist doing being married to So Today's message, A Faith That Conquers Fear. FC2683, FC2683 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, Comcast.net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. 
I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Oh, <laughs>